Hi guys and welcome back to episode 6 of the Cheltenham Bloggers podcast. On today's episode I'm with one of my bestest friends Charlotte who runs the small Instagram business Char Paints. You may or may not follow her already. If you don't I suggest you do. Um, yeah and she kind of just talks about her how her relationship with art has developed over the years, some tips for starting up a little Instagram business and just kind of life in general. We have a nice little chit chat. It's just nice to listen to so I think you guys will all enjoy it. Let's go on to it. Hi guys and welcome back to episode six of the Cheltenham Bloggers podcast. We have Charlotte here today from Char Paints. Would you like to introduce yourself? Hi everyone, um, I'm Charlotte and uh, I'm a watercolour artist who specialises in pet portraits from Cheltenham and I'm currently at university and I'm also really good friends with Alicia. So. <laughs> <laughs> Me and Charlotte have been friends for, oh my god, how long have we been friends now since year seven? Uh, oh, a very long time. A very long time. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so I had to get Charlotte on here because... I knew she was a little small business and I knew everyone would love her. So. <laughs> <Yeah>. Scary. Uh, <laughs> it's not. It's fine. You're doing great. <laughs> You're doing amazing, sweetie. <laughs> <laughs> um, so do you want to tell people about like your art, your love of art, how long you've been doing it, that kind of thing? Yeah, yeah cool. Um, yeah, so basically I just always really enjoyed art um like my mum is is really crafty like I remember at primary school she'd always like be so excited when I'd have a project to make a volcano or whatever it it might have been um so I think she's installed that in me from a from a young age um and yeah so obviously that carried through throughout school I took it for GCSE and then for A level um and I've always just really loved uh, fluffy things, basically. Um, <laughs> I love dogs more than anything in the in the whole world. Uh, and I did have a dog of my own, but he certainly passed away like four years ago. Um, so, but yeah, I, I still just absolutely adore dogs. So that's why uh, my business is, is mainly focused on dog portraits and pet portraits, because that is my favorite thing in the world uh, to draw. Um, but yeah, basically I started, um, like in a level, I started getting, I'd say like good art. I mean, like I'd, I'd always been fine. You're always good art. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, like, I feel like at a level I was like, no, I can draw like type yeah. thing. Um, Put the effort but then the, the problem was that a level, it kind of like actually destroyed my love of art a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Because I feel like, uh, um, I mean, like, you'll definitely appreciate this, Leash, because I feel like it's very dependent on, like, what, what your teachers kind of like. Um, and it wasn't really seen as, like, a good project to do anything to do with, like, fluffy animals and, or anything like that. And to be honest, I just I just paint and draw, like, things that make me happy yeah. and I don't think that there's anything wrong with like actually just painting something that you look at and think like oh that just makes me really happy like I think that 
you'll find that rather than the pieces that we get made to do at A level, which are really depressing and bleak and like yeah. <laughs> have a have an underlying message to them, I think that actually people are more inclined to buy things that they just look at and like make them smile. Mm. So obviously at our at our A level, I couldn't I couldn't really do anything that that I really fancied too much. Uh, so I ended up doing poaching, which was really sad. Um, <laughs> of what you like <laughs> yeah. and then the teacher was like oh gosh um um he just really hated it um yeah, and <laughs> no no he hated it and he was like oh if you if you carry on that the way you're going at the moment you're, you're on track to get like a d and i i'd got an a star at ccse and like everyone had always been like to me oh charlotte you should do art uni or all this sort of stuff and those yeah. words just were like soul destroying I was like what like how 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 could that be um yeah so and then he was like well what you really need to do is you need to um you need to go to Morrison's and you need to buy some meat and take some (laughs) photos of it every time you tell that story (laughs) I'm like what and he was like and I'm not getting poaching vibes I'm getting that the message is just bones I was like um okay um that's not the message I was going for so I went I took myself to Morrison's and I bought some some cheap steaks uh and I just took some photos of it and he was like brilliant you're up to like a C or a B now and uh I was like oh that's all it takes okay (laughs) honestly he was like so bad this is the same teacher that in my A-level photography told me I was on track for a B, maybe even an A, and then he ended up giving me a C. So, <laughs> he wasn't great. <laughs> I was really into, like, abstract kind of conceptual Yeah, he was one of those really artsy teachers that, like, yeah. I remember just on art trips, he'd be staring at a blank canvas, like, wow, wow. look at this. <laughs> and we'd all be like, right, should we go to the cafe? Like, <laughs> this is really crap. <laughs> like a piece of fine art that would have taken them like hundreds of hours and he's like yeah <laughs> it's all right it's all right <laughs> it's page. i love it it's just um, <laughs> but yeah and also like because i'd because i'd done quite well at um gcse my my teacher like that that guy wasn't my teacher he was the head of art who obviously had like quite a lot of say in what we did and stuff like that um she was quite reluctant to help me because she like she just said a lot oh well you got you got an a star so you don't need my help and that that just left me kind of out on a limb and not really knowing what I was doing or if anything that I was doing was good and then it just just that whole process really um kind of killed my passion a little bit I have to say um because up until when I did art for a level it was definitely like a consideration for me to do it at uni and um I, I don't do it at uni now, I, just for everyone to know, I do a master's in uh, river environments and their management, which is very, very different. <laughs> <laughs> and I love it. I do love it. But up until A-level, I'd always considered art like a potential option for me. Um, and that was definitely thrown out the window at that point because I ended up getting a B, which which is a good grade. But I was really not happy with it because I think that <laughs> I could have done better. Um, so it took me about I'd say another two two years from that point of doing finishing our A level um 
to even like get back into doing barely any art uh it really used to upset my mum because she'd be like oh before you'd you'd paint so much and (laughs) you'd just do drawings for fun and you just never never do anything anymore like even if she would ask me to make someone a card I'd just be like oh no I just don't want to um so yeah it was probably like maybe three years like my final year in you in uni is when I properly started getting back into art and watercolors and stuff like that yeah but how long did it take you like you didn't do much art for quite a long period after a level did you yeah I mean like obviously I did a creative degree but um with interior architecture like it's really it's like give or take sometimes you're doing things like that sometimes you're doing really like architecturally just like floor planning kind of stuff so it just like I did a little bit throughout uni but also I'm really bad like um I'll see things that other people do and I'm like I want to do that I want to be good at that and I'm like no I'm not I'm good at other things than art (laughs) and like I see people in my course drawing like the buildings that we'd be like surveying and stuff and I'd be like oh my god that's incredible and I'm just like I'm not that kind of arty (laughs) I don't know I'm really bad at like comparing myself with things like that so I think I don't I don't know I don't I never really did like too many arty things at uni I think obviously I do my illustrations now they're not like physical art but like I think I really enjoyed like because I just like photoshop and stuff like that and I feel like that's where I can like outlet my creativity okay sorry guys if that um like cuts a bit weird we basically just had a lot of technical issues (laughs) but hopefully we're fine now um basically what I was like on the thing of saying was when you go to when you're in school doing like arty things or just creative subjects in general that are really like and at uni they're like marked by people and it's kind of a lot to do with kind of their opinion but just like what they like really and they can go along the marking scheme but if they do or don't like it then that's going to really influence Mm. like them um and I know you follow Polly Vidaz I do I love I love her if you guys don't know this girl called Polly on um Instagram nothing to do with Cheltenham but she's lovely go follow her and (laughs) she has a little um uh like almost like stationery shop basically she illustrates all of the things that she makes and um she always talks about the fact that when she was at school and stuff her like teachers never really were a fan of her little doodles but now she's made it into like this huge business and she's like really successful so it's definitely like if, if you enjoy art at school try not to let like teachers and stuff put you off it because like you get so many commissions now and everyone loves your work mm. it really like makes no difference what those teachers said like it just matters what other people like you'll find the people that like your work basically won't you yeah no definitely you will it's not like I feel like school art's a whole different kettle of fish to like setting up your own business type thing because I just had like sort of the attitude when I um like started painting again that like oh no one like no one would want to buy this like to start off with I just did it um because people asked me to like I had um like two or three of my friends who who knew that I was like quite good um like with just painting and stuff be like oh would you paint like my friend's dog and I was like yeah yeah, of course and then I had like another two people ask me and be like "Would, would you paint my dog 
And suddenly I was like, whoa, why is everyone asking me <laughs> paint their dogs? And then I sat down and I was like, oh my gosh, I actually am enjoying painting their dogs again. Like, whoa, this this hasn't happened in a really long time. Yeah. Um, and then um, I just started doing a lot for fun, especially at the start of the first lockdown. That's how I occupied myself 24-7. I was just painting. I did some penguins. I did some foxes. Just anything. <laughs> I was like, oh, gosh, I'll give it a go. Um, literally, just all day, every day, I'd be painting because I had my exams cancelled and everything. So it was, like, the first time I could really delve back into art properly and just have, like, no other, I don't know, commitments. Um, yeah. yeah, and then, like, I kept sending them to, like, Leash and like everyone all my friends and they were like oh my god set up an Instagram yeah. we were literally the ones that were like do it we'd been saying for so long and then you did so many in lockdown the first time we were like oh my god just set it up now just do it <laughs> yeah because I think I had like another like three as well in lockdown another free commission like request and I was like okay maybe people would like buy my stuff yeah um but yeah, then I, I set it up and um, yeah, it's been like really good since. Um, I'm so glad that I did. And it, it gave me a lot of purpose throughout lockdown, mm-hmm. um, like as well as just bringing in a bit of extra money as well, especially because like I'm doing obviously a postgrad degree and you don't get a um, you don't get a maintenance loan for that. So yeah. it's almost like my little job on the side that I do to kind of just make a bit of extra money. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Oh. Um. So, do you want to talk a little bit about like what you? Because you're doing masters now, but want, do you want to tell everyone what you first did at uni and why? It's kind of like your other love, other than art, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> um. So I did um geography, physical geography, undergraduate at uh, Birmingham, uh, and I just love, I do just love nature and rivers and all. all all things environmental so um yeah I did that and I did my three years at Birmingham and then I did a work placement for an environmental consultancy firm which if you don't know what that is it's basically like if they're building a big project like um an airport or something that's going to really affect like lots and lots of people um they have to produce a big report on all of the environmental damage and stuff that's going to do ways that they're going to mitigate against that um so I did a placement with people who did that and I loved it um so I decided that I would do a master's in rivers because that specifically was like my my love throughout (laughs) (laughs) undergraduate which is just so weird when people are like what what do you you love and I'm like rivers (laughs) I just love them (laughs) um yeah so um I decided to do that because um, you you don't need to do one, but a lot of consultancies want, will want you to become chartered. So um, to become chartered, you need a relevant degree in an um, environmental discipline. So I decided to take the plunge and do one. Um, and yeah, I'm really enjoying it, to be honest. Um, it's obviously, it's been very strange yeah. um, doing a degree during uh, like coronavirus and stuff like that but I don't feel too robbed or anything because obviously I had my three years at Birmingham and they yeah. were really normal I just I feel really bad for freshers and stuff like that oh, 100%. like 
the whole experience at the start is just going to be completely different for them and then they're not even going to know what it's like to to just go to a lecture and it be normal mm-hmm. obviously I have that and I'm I'm basically just doing my master's now because I need it for the job that I want to do so yeah it's going out partying <laughs> yeah and it's like, and master's like a lot of masters you'd be doing by yourself anyway it's not like something you'd be in all the time at uni and stuff is it so yeah, I don't exactly. feel like it's ruined your experience too um, much no, definitely hasn't especially because I um for my undergrad I I lived in Birmingham um but now considering that Cheltenham and Birmingham are pretty close and obviously you get less funding for masters I decided to um live at home so yeah that's another another reason why it's, it's not too bad anyway because yeah I decided I was living at home and I, I would have done a large proportion of it online anyway mm-hmm. um so yeah it's not been bad at all yeah I quite like that we're all like we all went I say we all this is just like our group of friends <laughs> we all went to uni at like the exact same time and we've all like come out of it the exact same time yeah. and we're just like it's nice because like no no one's at different places and everyone kind of gets it like obviously yeah. you're doing a master's but you're at home so we've got you the only person that's not is our friend Sammy um but she would be living in Derby anyway so yeah it's like it's just it's just nice I just love that we're all at the same point in our lives <laughs> yeah, it's a nice bit of unity isn't it it is because I feel like I've talked to like a few people who have done like a year out and then they've come home and then all of their friends have already gone off and got jobs and they're like uh now I'm at home alone and I'm like oh, I've still got you guys <laughs> yeah it's really nice isn't it yeah um so have you got any advice to people who I mean want, might want to start up a little Instagram business in general but maybe also just people who want to like make money from their art like things they love basically um so I I say like um for me when I started charging for my paintings it was really difficult for me because I had no idea how you would go about pricing your artwork or um what people would be willing to pay and you know like take into account materials etc there's so many different things you need to consider so when I first started out I basically just did did my paintings as favors um to people like they'd ask me and I'd just do it as practice they were helping me by helping me practice and um and obviously they got painting out of it so um and then just gradually over time like it was a really slow slow process to be honest like I started doing them for free and then some of my lovely friends from home were like, no, I won't accept. Like, yeah. like I'm going to I'm going to pay for your dinner. And I was like, well, I'll take that. <laughs> <laughs> and then Sammy was like, no, no, I need to give you something. So like I just got the impression that people were willing to pay for them, like and they wanted to pay for them. Um, and then, yeah, over time, I've slowly like increased my prices. I, I never think. I don't ever think that I'm going to be one of these people that that could personally change at charge like hundreds and hundreds of pounds for my things because yeah. um I just I think my target market is more like I don't think they'd be, be able to afford that and I don't want to be one of those people that starts like earning loads of money and then loses sight of my target market basically yeah so yeah I just slowly raise them over time and I'm at a point now where I'm like relatively comfortable with how much I charge so I charge like 
around £30 for an A5 portrait or, or around uh, £40 for A4. Um, and I'm pretty happy with that. It does me really well. Like I can I can make quite like a bit of money if I have a few commissions, but also I feel like that's a reasonable price for people to pay. So yeah. it's all about like weighing up, are you getting enough money for what you need? Is it, do you feel that it's reasonable for your like customer base? Um, but just, it just takes time to, for mm-hmm. you to grow confident in your work and for you to think, yeah, like I, I deserve to charge that amount for it. Um, yeah it's only come with time you, you'll you'll definitely understand that oh 100% like you always undersell undersell yourself to start with like I probably still am you probably still are but it's just like also because you both really enjoy it like it's not something that we're aiming to do as a full-time job like no. it just we're just like I'm enjoying doing it like you're basically mm. paying me to just like have fun do yeah. smarty things so like it's absolutely fine like obviously the only thing it's like just covering everything that you pay for so like your like materials and stuff and then like I obviously get um things printed so I have to pay for that and like cover my photoshop program um costs and things like that so as long as you're covering that and then get yourself a little bit more because you are putting hours into it like I feel like a good way to um estimate how much to charge for things if you're thinking about starting up your own business is like to first cover the costs of everything and then work out how long things take you to like make or do and then kind of just charge yourself like what you'd get paid at a normal job yeah definitely I would agree that's that's kind of how I did it as well like for me personally my watercolors like are very long lasting so um like taking products into account is mainly like the paper that I use and then obviously the hours as well that I put in um and I had I still do have a part-time job at the uh, a cafe in Cheltenham shout oh my god yeah we love them um very nice very nice coffee and bagels um so check them out um but um I basically accounted for how much I'd get paid there added on like a pound or two because I was feeling generous and then um obviously because like you're putting in like a lot of hours and it's a lot of yeah that goes into it um and then just just worked it out like that basically uh yeah yeah. definitely I think that's just the best way to think about it because it just get when you first start you're like what that like I don't even know where to start and then you start like googling it and like being like how much are other people charging you were like oh my god I wouldn't pay that like I can't charge other people for that but also another another good thing to do is like um go and follow a lot of people who do similar things to you on Instagram I basically keep my art account I just follow people that do similar things creative accounts like I don't really um follow any of like the people that I would on my normal Instagram because I just try and keep it like a purely creative feed yeah Um, and then have a look at all of the other prices compare them think is that is that average like try and work out what what an average is in that in that industry obviously if you go off accounts which have like 50k they're gonna be able to charge more so um just take that into account as well and think they've they've probably been doing that and building up their Instagrams for years and years so of course they can they can charge more um but yeah I'd say that's a good a good thing to do as well Mm -hmm. um so I know uh, just so everyone knows Charlotte's Instagram is is char underscore paints isn't it it is indeed (laughs) um I know loads of people will probably listen to it and want to 
buy paintings from you because I'm sorry, but your paintings are so cute. I love them. Um, so I was going to ask you, do you have any like um, spaces for commissions before Christmas, just so people know? Yeah, I definitely do. Um, I've actually gone through like a bit of a quiet phase um, with commissions at the moment. And I think it's probably due to me going back to uni and not being quite as active on my Instagram. Yeah. I do sometimes find it a little bit difficult to manage, like trying to promote my Instagram with like my studies and stuff. Um, and obviously, like my priority when I have free time is to do the paintings. But I definitely have um, some slots that I could do before Christmas. So if anyone is fancying a portrait of their puppies or cats, bunnies, <laughs> anything really, any fluffy animal, um, I could definitely fit you in. So send yeah, me over. I think it's such a cute present for people. Like I definitely yeah. appreciate that from someone. Yeah, it's amazing. Um, so for the last few minutes, or well not last few minutes, last um, 15 minutes or so, let's play our little lockdown game. Obviously, it's just like a kind of this or that, a few questions. Always say you don't have to answer them straight away. We can just discuss them. Um, so, yeah, uh, let's get into it. So first of all, I'm going to ask you, and I think I'm going to know the answer to this, but Instagram or TikTok? Oh, see... You think you know the answer, but I do like both platforms. Um, and sometimes I, I I do find myself on TikTok for like hours in a row. I'm like, whoa, what happened there? Where did that time go? Um, I'm, I'd say Instagram. No, my my. Oh, really? My, no, I, I'd say Instagram because obviously when I was younger, I had like um. I well, I was listening. Oh to my god, Christy, yeah, Christy, uh, sorry, and I was like, oh my goodness, like that is me I had like the floral Instagram and um like all of the pink and flowery things going on <laughs> so yeah I've, I've always loved Instagram so I feel like it's my baby and I can't I can't say that I prefer a TikTok yeah it was so cute Charlotte oh honestly she used to have like the one of those like little floral instagrams where you like put show all your little nail varnish things like the that yes love it and um everyone would always you probably had like two thousand followers everyone was like oh my god charlotte's instagram famous <laughs> and now like that's just how like average for like a yeah. know, like 14 year olds be out there like getting 500 likes on their photos that's like oh back in the day like that was a lot <laughs> In awe. and like loads of people like we didn't know obviously would comment on your photos and we'd all be like we're friends with her <laughs> famous friend <laughs> oh, I love it um yeah I thought you'd say TikTok because I know how much you love TikTok I, do, I, I do, think I do love TikTok I was thinking about this the other day and I reckon you should make a TikTok for your paintings do little time lapses that that would be really good see the thing is last year in my third year uni room I had this desk which had which was like glass and it had two levels to it and the second level was just like a little stand and I'd rest my phone like on the edge of the stand with the camera like <laughs> teetering oh, off good. the edge and paint underneath it yeah. um, but now I've not really got like a good space where I can time lapse it because I'd love to do some more of those but yeah. I just don't know how <laughs> get a little cheap tripod I've got one that has like a bendy neck that you can like angle anywhere yeah I think I, I might have to do that but that no the uh, few time lapses that I did that that's like ages ago um I, I love them they're them. so fun to just like oh, I found them just so satisfying they are really satisfying oh, wow <laughs> <laughs> okay so 
when you're in lockdown doing uni work and stuff do you get up for the day and dress properly or do you like chill out in comfies um I think it kind of depends like what I'm doing I always like I never spend the day in my pyjamas. Um, I think I do, like, lean more towards the comfier side. But, like, say if I'm actually... Because, obviously, like, at the moment, I'm um, in lockdown with my boyfriend. So, like, if we plan to go on a walk together, that's basically, like, my equivalent of, like, a date at the moment. So I'll, I'll make <laughs> a pair of jeans on. <laughs> Ooh, treat yourself. <laughs> like a baby. Um, yeah, so some if we've got, like something planned even if it's just like have like a glass of wine at night or maybe I'll like dress up a little bit more just because I feel like otherwise you can get stuck like always wearing like comfy clothes and sometimes I like to dress up so but I'd say 80% of the time I am wearing what I'm wearing now which is a big sweatshirt and a pair of leggings. Amazing um what about do you plan out your days or do you just like wing them? Um, I am, I have an interesting way of like working at uni that, that works pretty well for me. Basically, I have a, a page in a notebook, which is just full of like things that I need to do. And they might be quite like, uh, small tasks. I even put like stuff that I need to do personally on there. Like if I need mm -hmm. to clean the bathroom, I'll put it on my list. Okay. Um, so it's basically a massive list of all of the things I could possibly do because I don't know about you but like sometimes you know when you get to that stage and you're sat there like thinking what what do I even have to do and you've only got like a really big task that needs doing and you're sat yeah there, but I don't want to do that so what do I do so I just look at my list um because I feel like you forget the little things and basically yeah. I just try and tick off as many as I can there's no way that I could do all of them in a day or even a week but normally in a day I'll get about three or four ticked off and it's really yeah. satisfying to see like what you've actually achieved like over like a longer time period um because sometimes I feel like if you wing it you don't actually know what you've done in a day and it can feel yeah. a bit like oh have I actually done anything when realistically you probably have yeah um so yeah that's that's just the way that I do it and I'm I'm quite a prepared person like I don't like doing essays the night before so normally I'll do my work quite yeah, a while Shana is always on it you are so good with stuff like that honestly I aspire to be you <laughs> <laughs> um what about when you're watching Netflix are you more of a like film person or a show person oh that's a good question oh goodness I'm not sure um I think that I would say um, maybe shows, although I've watched a lot of films recently. I feel like I've been watching a lot of Avengers at the moment, Oh, um, <laughs> um, which is a bit rogue, um, but I'm really enjoying them. Um, on my own, I'd say um, TV shows because okay. I find them easier to watch in like small little chunks. Mm -hmm. um, like I've also been watching loads of Brooklyn Nine-Nine at the moment, which I love. Um, yeah. But if I'm with someone else, maybe a film, because I feel like on my own, I can't concentrate on films as well as I can with if I'm with another person, which sounds really rogue, but... I know, I kind of get that, because I get distracted by, like, my phone, or yeah. I try and just work on my laptop, and then if I'm with someone else, we just, like, sit and watch it. And yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. I, I feel that. Like, I always feel like I watch more films with my mum, and then, like, I watch shows by myself. Yeah. That's yeah. what I say. Um... 
what about hmm, throughout lockdown are you working out or are you chilling I'm actually working out quite a bit um but it's not because I'm like um really proactive it's just because I do gymnastics um at uni and we have a really good club captain who's who's been organizing um loads of stuff for us to do like throughout town um and like all of our committee basically for gymnastics have just made sure that like we've always got stuff to do so I'm I'm in the squad so we've got like squad training on Monday on zoom and then we always have a whole club conditioning Wednesday Friday morning we have 8 a.m training although I'm not always in attendance for that (laughs) and then we have socials as well like they've been amazing to be honest because sometimes I find it really difficult to like me personally find the motivation but if I'm on zoom like with all of my friends from gym like it makes me want to do it so much more yeah Um, and then I've just been other than that I've just been trying to go on like a, a walk once a day like I've been really enjoying going for walks and stuff so um like especially in Cheltenham there's loads of nice walks that you can go on oh yeah absolutely I absolutely love them I'm thinking of doing a uh, TikTok of like my favorite places to go for a walk in Cheltenham oh, oh Chart Road <laughs> would definitely be one of them oh yeah that is my that is my run <laughs> my ride or die <laughs> love her <laughs> um okay I think I'm gonna leave it there because I feel like before our technical issues it was about 10 minutes yeah so I'm gonna leave it there um and the last couple of questions I always ask people is do you want to give um one Cheltenham blogger that you think everyone should follow and one Cheltenham business oh I think um Catherine from um I don't know what, what her proper Instagram name is hold on let me let me find it I don't want to misquote because she's always bigging me up on on Instagram okay so it's it's just um Catherine Miller dot UK and she does loads of like you follow her don't you Leash? yeah yeah love her um, I think I've done a post on Catherine she's lovely um yeah she's she does like cartoony kind of like portraits and stuff and cards and illustrations like for the books and stuff and basically her art just makes me super happy it's, yeah. it's really cheery um and she is absolutely lovely um and then a Cheltenham business well it's gonna have to be the Meadow Cafe um yeah. I knew you were gonna say that <laughs> how could I not um yeah obviously I've worked there they're a dog-friendly cafe very important to my to my love um especially because the the main interview question I got asked when she first started was uh, are you a dog person and I was like well well Joe, let me tell you um uh. So yeah, uh, it's super super friendly atmosphere. Um, you can go and have a coffee during lockdown. Uh, walk around um, the field, and the guys in there will sort you out. They're absolutely lovely, and do amazing bagels, coffee. My personal favourite is a mocha, but you know, each their own. Up to you. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'd have to go for that because I absolutely love the guys over there. I have a special place in my heart for Meadow. <laughs> yeah. If you didn't catch that earlier, Charlotte works at the Meadow, Meadow Cafe when you're like at home, don't you? Yeah. Um, so definitely pop in there. You might see her. Give her yeah. a little, give her a little wave. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then the last thing is, is there anything you'd like to see from Channel Bloggers in the future? Ooh. 
Oh, that's a tricky one. All these questions you sprung on me, Alicia. I <laughs> <laughs> think that I'd like to see in the future. I think I really like all of the series you do that's like best brunch spots, like you were just saying, the best walks and stuff like that. Yeah. I really like, I don't know, just your recommendations on things because I feel like a lot of the time I get a bit stuck in a rut of going to the same places and doing the same things. Um, so I think... I'd maybe like to see a few more of those. Um, and then, obviously, I quite enjoyed the the takeover the other day. That was really good. Yeah. Um, but basically, I just think keep doing what you're doing, gal. You know, killing it. Okay, <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> Amazing. Well, thank you so much for coming on the podcast this week. I hope you enjoyed it. <laughs> Sorry if there are any uh, technical difficulties that come into this or if you hear any, like, banging towards the second half. <laughs> we had Honestly. issues with Charlotte being able to hear me so uh, <laughs> it was a no headphone um ride for the second half um. well, so yeah sorry if there's any background noise um but yeah I really enjoyed it thanks Leash. that's okay do you want to just remind people of what your Instagram is in case they didn't hear it first time yeah it's at um sharp underscore paints on Instagram that's like the only platform I really use at the moment I am trying to uh, set up a Facebook which I ho- hopefully will do soon but um, yeah the best way to contact me is through Instagram um, and yeah so hopefully also I'll be starting to do maybe some digital illustration soon because yeah. uh, I've had Christmas yeah. I, was, um, I was talking to Sammy the other day our friend works at Apple and I was like right Sammy I'm, I'm gonna get one <laughs> I'm gonna do it but I was like, I'm going to save up my money from my illustrations to buy it. Like, I'm not nice. going to ask for it for Christmas or anything. I was just like, yeah. I feel like I'll feel more achieved that way. And I said to her, I was like, the only reason I want it is because at the moment I draw my illustrations basically on my MacBook with a little drawing pad that connects to it. And I was like, I can't do drawings in bed. It's like really <laughs> difficult to do drawings in bed. <laughs> so I was like, I just want to be able to chill in bed and draw. So I was like, that's what I want it for. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Well, I mean... I'm so excited like I see all these people doing like their illustrations on their iPads and I'm just like those are like so cool and they're all cool, like blended and oh I can't I just love out. it <laughs> um, amazing so thank you guys so much for listening to episode six of the podcast they come out every Monday and Friday so definitely turn on your um notifications and subscribe if on whatever platform you're listening to and hopefully you'll get notified and yeah we'll see you next time thanks guys bye bye